This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Geekscapist, here's a humdinger of an episode for you. This is actually our Los Angeles Comic Con panel on what are the lamest Marvel characters that have yet to make it to the MCU? We love the MCU, but we also love Marvel Comics. And we know that Marvel Comics has, over the years, had some not-so-great characters. Will they ever make it to the MCU? Who knows? This panel is what that's all about. I loved this panel. It is hilarious. Uh, Katie was great. Ed Greer and Ron Swallow were fantastic. You should definitely, definitely go find their podcast and Matt Kelly did a phenomenal job as the card master. This is what LA Comic Con and doing panels at conventions are all about. Audience interaction, having some hilarious off-the-cuff panels, and just having a great time. I hope you do listening to us because I loved it. Enjoy. Let's get this started. We are waiting on Ron Swallow, who is finishing up another panel, and then he's going to fly in here and join us. But what we're doing here, we're going to be talking about the MCU, but not the MCU that you know, the one that you're familiar with, the one that you've loved for many years, through many movies, through now the many Disney Plus shows. We love that MCU. We're going to talk about the other MCU, the MCU that hasn't appeared yet, the MCU that might appear that is the characters that Marvel has not used yet, but they are from the comics. Uh, to my far left, I have Matt Kelly. Hello. I'm Jonathan London, head of the Geekscape Network. It's my podcast and my, well, well it's destroyed my life. But <laughs> for the last 15 years, I've been doing a podcast. It is now a network. Matt runs the podcast network. We have 17, 18 shows, Matt? 18 shows right 18 now. 18 shows. Room for two more. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what Matt is doing on this panel is Matt is playing the card master. What Matt is doing is Matt has a stack of Marvel Masterworks cards, and they are all in that uh, Christmas stocking. If you all remember the Marvel Masterworks cards from the 90s, they were cards of Marvel characters, and we have picked out characters that have yet to appear in any, in any iteration in the MCU. These are characters that are, you know, they're 
They're in the comics. They're just not yet in the MCU. So what I've done, because I'm always being like, oh man, uh, Razor Fist made it into Shang-Chi, right? But he was adapted, right? Like they didn't have both hands blades as blades because then how would he go to the bathroom? No. Did he have both hands as blades in no, Shang-Chi? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just one, right? Because otherwise he can't go to the bathroom. Exactly. That was the only reason they But in the that. comics, <laughs> Razor Fist has both hands as blades. He didn't start that way, but ultimately he ended up with both hands as swords. Oh. And they don't address in the comics how he goes to the bathroom. But that's, but, that's part of the skill of Shaolin. That's great, <laughs> great emotions with the blade. So what we're doing is we have some of the derpiest Marvel <laughs> characters in a stack of cards over there. And Matt is randomly going to reach into that stack of cards, pull out a card, and ask the panel and maybe yourselves how you would adapt them into the MCU. Who would play that character? What storyline would you pull from the comics or makeup? Uh, maybe you'd introduce that character into an existing franchise, but we are going to adapt some of the worst characters Marvel's ever created into the MCU. To my left is one of the funniest people I know, Ed Greer. Uh, Ed, talk about your podcast. You really are one of the funniest people I know, dude. I turn to you for so much comedic inspiration and geeky inspiration. Oh, well, thanks. Um, I think uh, my podcast, The Greatest Pod, it's just kind of, it's all it's everything that we always want to do talk about what makes something great and discuss and debate it you know and so i'm I'm glad to be on the on this panel with these lame characters and trying to find you mean us right because your pot because ed's podcast is specifically taking like ideas and being like how would you do that in film like how would you re in like how would you redevelop that idea Right. Well, because it's like it's better to be additive, right? We all know negative nerds who are just like, yeah, this sucks, this sucks. <laughs> well, if you don't have the choice to say this sucks and check out, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? So I, I'm sure when they got the brief that my man Hawkeye and Black Widow had to be in the Avengers, they were like, shit, how are we going to do this? <laughs> and they did it super freshly to the point where Hawkeye is my favorite Avenger right now. You know what I mean? Uh, so it, it's that's kind of the challenge. Right? Okay, yeah. How do we make these characters good? Uh, and work on screen. That's huge. Uh, Katie is my co-host on Geekscape. She is the funniest person I know. Wow. I'm sorry, Ed. Sorry, Ed. This, that, she Ed. is amazing. You're number two, though. Ed is <laughs> number two. Uh, Katie, are you up for the challenge? Uh, did you read a lot of comics as a kid? Uh, here's the fun thing. No, I did not. Uh, but I'm definitely... I, I've read... Um, some Marvel comics. I mostly stuck to Deadpool because it was my kind of sass and humor. I hear that. Uh, <laughs> but um, and then I was also a Batman fan. But uh, I'm very excited. You might need to give me a little bit of description of what these. Well, luckily the cards came with those. Oh, yeah. fantastic! <laughs> Y'all remember these Marvel Masterworks cards from the '90s? They were uh, everyone does not everywhere, and uh, yeah, they were really pushing some really bad characters that you could. The, the '90s were a dark time with comics. <laughs> Trust me, like we all remember the X Men stories from the eighties. Those are the ones they used for the movies. We remember the Avengers stories from the sixties and seventies. Those are the ones that they used for the movies. We have a lot of stories that are being told that are adapted from the last twenty years. It seems like the MCU is completely skipping the nineties and things like the Spider Man Clone Saga and bringing that to screen because those <laughs> comics were not fun to read and those <laughs> characters were not good. So, Matt, you are the card master. I will ask you to pull out our first card. Introduce the character, and Ed, Katie, and I, and later on, who's wow. joining us, will, with the audience, figure out how we're going to put this in the MCU. Who's our first bad character? I got a, I got an easy one for you guys to start. 
We have Ahab, the supervillain, who <laughs> uh, has met, uh, mechanical limbs and a harpoon. Uh, Ahab was the master of the robotic sentinels in a bleak possible future. His reign of terror ended by Excalibur. This fiendish cyborg now plots to recapture his former mutant hunting slave, Phoenix. Here, you can pass the card around. Take okay, a look. so this Get is some somebody ideas. who is going after Jean Grey, so it's an X-Men character. Yeah. I think all the X-Men characters have yet to be reintroduced in the MCU. <laughs> um, and if y'all are familiar with this character from the 90s, funny, we haven't seen him in the last 20 years. Uh, <laughs> his big weapon is literally a harpoon. A harpoon. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be if he's Batman. Yeah, he's, he's kind of robotic except for his head. He's got like a like a Abraham Lincoln beard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and literally, he throws a harpoon at people. Uh, his name is Ahab, uh, and his group affiliation is the Sentinels. You know, the mutant hunting Sentinels from the X-Men comics. Right. Uh, I'm pretty sure those will show up in the MCU. Don't know about Ahab. How would you introduce Ahab into the MCU? Uh, Ed, why don't you start us off? Clearly, the, the Sentinels are going to be in the new X-Men movies when they eventually get to them. Those are major X-Men villains. Is Ahab part of that ship? Um, I think he's part of them and in, uh, introducing the blob. The blob's just hanging out, and Ahab wants to make a whale joke and stabs him with <laughs> stabs him with the harpoon. And it's it's not PC, and that's why Ahab has to lose. You know what I mean? Like, mm. You can't dispatch people if you're gonna cater to the Comic Con audience. So, yeah. just, so Ahab's only introduced to make a joke about the blob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and and I think Ahab also coming from the future. I think there's all kinds of ways you can like incorporate him because he doesn't have to stick to continuity. My favorite thing about a guy who goes for the future to hunt the Phoenix and help the Sentinels is I'm going to use a weapon from the 1800s. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that logic? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, we've got, we've got Hawkeye with the the bow and arrow and everything like that. So we might as well have some melee weapons coming in and from our villains. But here's the thing. I want to cast John Cena as Cat may have, because uh, I think he's got the range um, and definitely the shoulder pads. Yeah, he's definitely got the shoulders. And you know what? To the credit of James Gunn, he took characters that weren't popular, like uh, Ratcatcher 2 and uh, Polka Dot Man, and made them incredible characters on screen. So this can be done. But wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I object. Okay. Why are you going to chop off his guns? He's got, he's got two robot yeah, he's His got robot arms. has two robot arms. So you're going to eliminate the two things that people like about John Cena. (laughs) So you want someone who doesn't have big guns. All right, now I'm recasting for Jay Baruchel. Uh, (laughs) Definitely. Has a a little bit of a dweebish vibe, but he's trying to be more manly, trying to be, you know, that white whale killer. This character stinks. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we never see that character in the episode. What last things last? It's just yeah. the beautiful paintings they make of these horrible characters. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable! Like... They made me believe that these characters could be great as I was collected these as a child. No, they get some of the no, best they... painted artists to do it. He was like, "Here's Alex Ross's Ahab." And you're like, <laughs> "There's like what? lightning bolts behind him. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. come from the storm. How epic is this guy? <laughs> lightning bolts of disinterest." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about him is. He's hunting the Phoenix Force, which is like a cosmic entity, and he's like throwing a harpoon at it. <laughs> he's kind of an idiot. Okay, card master. Can you pull another card out of that horrible... So the next one, we're still sticking with supervillains on this next card. Okay. We've got the slug. What's the slug? The slug. <laughs> 
Tell me he has like poisonous slime or something. Dealing drugs for the criminal kingpin (laughs) from his Miami yacht, this obese slug has crossed swords with both Captain America and Nomad. Although confined to his custom-designed wheelchair forklift and hindered by his light-sensitive eyes, his keen mind and scheming business abilities keep the millions rolling in, which in turn helps pay for his enormous grocery bill. That is the description on the back of this. <laughs> That's a verbatim card. description. You can't this to me. This is an attack. Get it, get it I love that he has like real life issues. <laughs> like he can't pay for his bills. Okay. Um, and like this, this is one of those that seems like you know he's got some real life problems. I would almost want to face him against Ant Man personally. Uh, he's got unaddressed trauma, and we're sitting here making fun of this poor guy. No, I, I mean he's not just big; he's, he's in a, a wheelchair, he's and he's a, got economic anxiety from the bills. Yeah, he does. He's well, forced into a life of crime. He is a cheap kingpin. If we see him in the last three episodes of Hawkeye, I'm going to be super happy. <laughs> Oh, they've already done it, didn't they? Um, yeah, no, he's, um, he, you know, he could definitely go with a workout program, but uh, <laughs> the forklift part. <laughs> he's got a wheelchair forklift. <laughs> I, I just, and I'm like, I want to encourage more people with disabilities in the MCU. Um, this is something different. Though. <laughs> My favorite is that, you know, you got the kingpin locking down New York. I'm sure the West Coast Avengers went up against some criminal kingpin. This guy's in Miami. Like, what are the superheroes in Miami that are, like, running around? I guess, like, Captain America and Nomad were, like, having a layover. And they're like, is there any crime in the area? I've, <laughs> my plane got delayed. I guess I'll fight this guy. The yeah. slug does not seem like a heavy hitter. Besides drug dealing, I don't see why anybody would commit a crime in Miami. It's, it's nice out. <laughs> <laughs> Lay on the beach and chill out. I love. There's a speed stat on here. His speed stat. <laughs> they have speed, little GI Joe stats on the back. His speed stat is one out of seven. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Give him someone fast. Okay. How Who would you? Ad- how would you adopt? Oh, see, how would now you, this is horrible. How would you adapt the slug into the MCU? His his comic book like uh, uh, nemesis is so far. He's fought Captain America. He's fought Nomad. I think he's also Spider-Man. I think there's a quote on the card from Spider-Man, yeah. Okay, so he's fighting the slug. Who plays the slug? What storyline do you give the slug to make it work in the MCU? That character's hopefully never going to show up to the MCU, but if he does... (laughs) All right, to make it really work, though, I I think you would have to make him like a kingpin, but someone who actually has power. Like, his description's a little bit sad. I think you have to make him someone who, like makes a lot of money, um, is kind of a horrible person, uh, and kind of represents consumerism at its most slothfulness. Okay. Uh, like, mm. <laughs> um, okay. working off the backs of, like, those within his area, I, you know. Sure. So it's consumerism. Sure. Uh, who's the antithesis of that on, like, a heroic level? Somebody that's maybe, like, altruistic and, uh, you know, is there, like, a socialist almost <laughs> superhero hero called broke man who yeah <laughs> yes. he can't spend money on anything so he's anti-capitalist <laughs> it's like the slug keeps telling me to buy shirts no. <laughs> all right well i buy organic uh, i don't think we're gonna see the slug in the mcu and i think that's a good thing uh i don't think we've his first appearance was captain america 325 in january 1987 i would be hard-pressed why did they print a card for of him 
he just in 1992. One? No, this is a terrible character. Well, and also, I'd say, also, why does his villain have to be a hero? Because if I was this big fat dude right here and I looked at the kingpin, it'd be like how I looked at Biggie Smalls. Like, what's wrong with me that I can't have with Biggie? Yeah. yeah. So this guy's looking at the kingpin like, he's a zaddy and I'm not. And I think that's how, like, characters like there are other Daredevil villains like Owlsley and, like, that right. whole New York underground group deals with them. So you, I think you actually could take the slug and make him one of those uh, New York underground people but i think he works out of miami like i think they kicked him out of new york and now make fun of him behind his back yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's, but that's, the sad that's the thing. thing i think you have to make him something a little bit cooler in order for him to work in the mcu <laughs> or yeah. more nefarious because he's just kind of a want maybe one he, episode and as big and... as he is like you definitely need to put makeup on him i think jared leto could kill it <laughs> actually let me oh, yeah. throw this out there I think if you got the robot chicken people to do it as a show the same way they did like that Modoc oh, Modoc? show, yeah. I think that could work. Okay. Just, okay, just do it as on. almost like a pseudo parody good. of okay. the character. But I, I, anyway. I hate that. I don't like fat suits. Get fat or don't. <laughs> don't fake it bit. out with a bunch of foam rubber and mouthpieces and jowls. Get some jowls. I earned these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Card ma- sorry, let, card master. Let's give you a, a superhero. Try to okay. try to build right. a Here's whole a origin story. Who's never been in the MCU, but he's been in the comics. How would we integrate them into the MCU? Introduce this superhero for us, please, card master. Uh, he's a character named Slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Trans- transformed by an alien funhouse mirror and turned into a creature with the powers of a Saturday morning cartoon character. Punk teenage prankster Steve Harmon becomes the most unlikely hero of all. The spectacular, surreal slapstick, completely indestructible, able to pull objects out of thin air, and possessing a totally radical sense of humor, slapstick doesn't just fight crime, he plays some po- cruel tricks on it. So he's just MCU Joker. <laughs> no, he's not. He's indestructible. And, okay, okay, and he acts like a Saturday morning cartoon. I know about this character. And he runs around with like a Harley Quinn style mallet. But it's funny. And he predates Harley Quinn by like 10, 15 years. Uh, this, is a, this is a heroic character. Um, and he stinks. He can literally turn himself into, I mean, a funhouse mirror. Like he could, he's a car, he's a running, he runs around as a cartoon. He looks like a cartoon. Um, I think Johnny Knoxville plays him just straight up. <laughs> because it's jackass, it's slapstick. Johnny Knoxville definitely plays this character. Um, they're putting together, it's, um, it seems obvious that they're doing the Young Avengers. They've introduced Kate Bishop. They've introduced, uh, I think in Ant-Man and the Wasp, we're going to get uh, the, you know, we're going to get, hey, Ron Swallow, everybody. <laughs> Have a seat, my friend. That is, that is Ed Greer's co-host. On the podcast, you need to be uh, subscribing to. Um, how would you integrate slapstick into the MCU? I think Johnny Knoxville plays him. It's definitely a CGI only character, like Rock or Raccoon. Yeah. Um, and he's literally a cartoon that runs around and smacks people with a mallet. Um, what's the story? Does is he a part of like the Young Avengers or a team <laughs> like that? <laughs> Uh, if you suck too much to be in the Young Avengers, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely getting Young Avengers eventually yeah. in the MCU. Like they're Kate leading Bishop to it. Is the dopest one, though. It's, it's, oh, yeah, they're gonna they uh, some work. But you're gonna get Cassie Lang. You're gonna end up getting like Scott Lang's daughter, and you're gonna get these characters. Yeah. Um. Eventually, you're gonna end up getting Miles Morales. They're gonna do the Young Avengers. How old is Slapstick? 
I don't know. He was a teenager and then he ran into an alien funhouse mirror and now he turned into That's a cartoon. I really need to know about the alien funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> what aliens are these that are like setting up a carnival? <laughs> Have you not seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? <laughs> we're getting, we're, we're Miss Marvel. We're getting Kamala Khan. Like we're getting these young Avengers. I mean, it seems pretty easy that you would put him in the multiverse, right? Like so for Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, Doctor Strange would be getting intro. Yeah, oh, well, he's got crazy mirrors sense. in his he house, does. and and he's going to clearly break the universe, and therefore, pretty soon here, it's we're gonna get a bunch of multiverses and slapstick in getting getting oh. in, involved would be okay. The best we way to open do it. on okay. now. Johnny outside. Knoxville's interesting, but um, I might go old school and go with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, but he's a teenager. Oh so yeah, I it's a so teenager. I think we, we can't have a Jim Carrey. I think mm. I think what we end up doing is finding some. Oh, we could go real yeah, hack. This is job star. for the island boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Open on the Sanctum Centorium. This is where Doctor Strange lives. <laughs> and these these two idiotic thugs break in. <laughs> and they're like, we can steal some magic stuff. And they end up running into this alien funhouse mirror. <laughs> One of them tragically dies. That's your origin story. Oh, That's like the to. loss. You have to have the tragedy. Yeah. But then the other island boy ends up becoming slapstick. And and he changes his ways. He's still kind of got that like you know. Well, anything goes. Bro. I mean, he's still an island boy, but <laughs> he's, he's definitely still an island boy. <laughs> Once an island boy, always an island boy. We know that. I mean, is... you got face tattoos. You're always an island boy. I want to. I want to tell you the power ratings. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite. Strength two. Just to give you an idea, I will rate a three. <laughs> Uh, intelligence three. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, I would rate a three. <laughs> Energy protection one. Mental powers one. <laughs> Fighting ability two. Speed two. Are we talking mental powers as in like psychic powers? <laughs> Look at the picture. <laughs> I guess like he could make somebody laugh for a second and they might get distracted. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, are you pitching yourself for this character? <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> I thought you're outlaying how. how I gotta, if I shave my fa my facial hair off, I actually still look like you a teenager. Look so like it, no, that's not true anymore. I have a receding hairline. That doesn't. You can't. You can't do that. Sadly, I am pitching myself anyways, though, because I need a job. <laughs> Ron Swallow, the greatest pod. All right, here we go. No slap. I have slapstick. That's what. That's our. That's how we do slapstick in the MCU. Okay, Matt, Cardmaster. Sorry, Cardmaster. What is the next card, card of a character uh, that has not seen the MCU, but we're going to tell you how it works in the MCU. Uh, so we've got Micromax over here. Um, Micromax? Not a whole lot of description here. No group affiliate. It says, did you know? <laughs> it's not <laughs> no. even that. At the bottom, it's a question. <laughs> Micromax uses his power to charge the size of his body parts to hide his normally flabby physique while in his super heroic identity. What? And that's all we got. His first appearance was in Excalibur 44 in November so he, of 1991. There's Micromax. Like, have fun. He's got like pin tech, but in his own body. Yes. So he can make himself grow abs or big hands or... Other his, areas. Yeah, other areas. <laughs> or and the thing that dudes would do instantly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all the of only that thing stuff. that you... I mean, I would put him with Deadpool because that's the only way you can really make those jokes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Micromax. And he, he, I like he's, it. A, he's a hero. He's a hero who can change his body part size. He can, but he can also shrink himself. This picture on the back has him with a ballpoint pen, and he's holding it like a javelin or something. Well, see, oh, he's I, okay, I already got it. the tagline: Micro Max. He's a shower and a grower. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my 
my goodness. I think you're right that he has to go with Deadpool, though. Yeah. Right? I mean, because... Because the mortality rate of all those characters is high, and we don't want to see Micromax in more more than 10 minutes. (laughs) You don't. Well, no, and like the obvious answer is putting him, uh, teaming up with Ant-Man, but I just feel like that's just too on the nose. (laughs) Uh, Who's his villain, though? Who's Micromax's villain? I I think blood circulation. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's right. Like, if he's, like, growing and shrinking other portions of his body, like a big hand, small hand, like, he's going to be all messed up internally. We open on His name's Scott, too. Oh. Okay. You can't put him with Scott Lang. I think you could make a hilarious, like, buddy cop thing where where, um, where he hates him. I got it. My brain... Went away. What was the I was who just, plays Ant Man again? I'm, I'm gonna roll yeah. you right we now. We got Paul Rudd, the sexiest man alive. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Paul. Uh, so Ant Man somehow <laughs> accidentally gets arrested. Um, no, Scott. Well, Scott. Pim, uh, Scott Lang came out of prison. Remember? Right. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. But he gets rearrested. Okay. Yeah. Or we see a flashback with him <laughs> and Micro Maxi Man. What's his name? Micro Max. <laughs> Micro Max. Um, they are trying to break out of prison, and the movie is called Scott Free. Not bad, not bad, not bad. I've got another, I've got another uh, approach. Um, we have uh, this, you know, I'm behind this trend. I like this trend. Uh, we're going to gender swap. Ooh, yeah. Right? We're going to gen- gender swap Micromax. We're going to make it a female character. Okay. Um, that, that's, that's what they, they've done a couple times in the uh, MCU, and I'm, bef- yeah. I'm all about it. But, we, but Micromax might be a real character. We may be living with a real-life Micromax uh, if you see pictures of Kim Kardashian from like ten years ago and now, <laughs> so you're you're saying parts of the body have gotten bigger and then smaller sure. and then bigger again, then smaller. She might be Micromax, like just real life. We don't even need real to introduce life. her to the MCU. I think she's a superhero. <laughs> see, I was gonna go with uh, Kim Kardashian for Husk. <laughs> that's just me okay micromax that is how yeah, hopefully micromax doesn't find it their way to the mcu but uh if so Ooh, now you know who that character is so when you're telling your friends your friends like who's that obscure what was, what was that post-credit scene because they're starting to get really big on the post-credit scenes yeah you could be like who, who was that character you could be like oh that's micromax i know all about micromax <laughs> yeah can't wait for the next movie. The back of the card didn't know anything about Michael. Yeah. <laughs> the back of the card asked you what you knew. <laughs> Do you know who this is? Because we don't. <laughs> that is the best card ever. They're like, we have no clue what this is. Please help us. It's a cry for help. It's a DC character that came over. <laughs> we can't we tell gonna... you too much. Uh, Do we make this character? I don't know. Ready for the next one? Okay, what's yeah. the next card, Cardmaster? We got Bloodhawk here. <laughs> a creature of the desert. The vicious Bloodhawk is the environmental protector of the 2099's Wild West. And then there's a quote from the creators. We tried to create an extreme sense of death by looking right down at the Bloodhawk, as well as by contrasting him with the ship well below him. There's no context to that quote whatsoever. Nope. There's Bloodhawk. Right. Let me give you some context, because... Marvel 2099 was an initiative that Marvel did in the 90s that I worked in a comic book store in high school during the 90s, and it was a dark time. Uh, Marvel, even like as, late as, as late as 1999, was trying to sell their file cabinets to keep the lights on. This is before they started the Ultimate Universe. The Ultimate Universe introduced brand new iterations of their characters. It eventually introduced Miles Morales. One of the, I think he's one of the only characters that's transitioned into the 616. That is the solid universe. 
But Marvel tried many times during the 90s to keep revamping versions of their characters using alternate universes as their uh, their excuse or their reasoning. Uh, one of these was 2099. Another one was the Amalgam universe, was amalgamating characters from Marvel with DC. Uh, you had like a Wolverine Batman version and stuff like that. Maybe we'll never see this. Who knows? But the 2099 universe had versions of 2099 Punisher, Doctor Doom, Hulk, and I guess Bloodhawk. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Can we just take a sec to yeah. clap for Jonathan's knowledge oh, yeah. on yeah. that? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I, that's what happens when girls ignore you in high school. <laughs> Uh, so the Marvel 2099, first off, I don't think we'll ever see it in the MCU because those characters work. And in the nineties, a lot of their characters that Marvel had like run out of fumes, uh, and they were trying violent, like crazy to try and reinvent their characters. Uh, so they had this little pocket universe called Marvel 2099 and you still see versions of it. Like Spider-Man 2099 is still a very popular character. Mm -hmm. And we did see him like cross over recently into the mainstream Marvel. But Bloodhawk, like not even based on like a real character. Is this he is he a villain or a hero? Creature of the desert. The vicious Bloodhawk is the environmental protector of 2099's Wild West. So I'm guessing he's, he's a, a he's environmentalist. A, he's a environmentalist. He's a good character because it's he the Wild like West. Because it's the Wild West. This is what I this is what I'm gonna do. This is how positive Marvel was, though. They actually thought there would be a 2099 where there was an environment to actually protect. <laughs> well, it does say Wild West. Yeah. It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, I think Bloodhawk is going to run afoul of Ghost Rider. Ooh. Ghost Rider is going to be out in the desert riding out. You know, we can have any kind of what you want. Johnny Blaze, yeah. Ghost Rider. But how are we or... bringing Ghost Rider into the MCU? Yeah, Ghost Rider is, well, Ghost Rider's in the MCU. He was, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had Ghost Rider. Oh, you're had right. Had the Robbie Ray as So are we, we can count TV. Well, let's count TV. That's okay. It, Not cartoons, Agents though. Of Shield count, it counts to me. Agents so, of S.H.I.E.L.D. counts to me. So I think it counts. So basically, has Coulson. Uh, so he sees, he sees Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider's like lighting stuff on fire on accident just by driving. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. and he's mad. Because and Bloodhog's like, oh, no, no, no. We do down, not like, need more CO. The, the last yeah. remnants of the rainforest that just happened to be there. There's like little sprouts coming up. But he Wasn't a desert them. before. Now it is. I don't know. But like. <laughs> Yeah, I think Bloodhawk is going to be a misunderstood villain, like good guy uh, that what, goes after yeah. Ghost Rider and is like, yeah. uh, no, no, uh, no. uh. Well, once, once Ghost Rider explains that there's no actual carbon emissions, this is hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> That's making my car go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he'll try to penance stare him. Yeah. And it won't work because he's a good guy. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, you're good. And then they'll team up. Yeah, I think they, get, they ultimately team up. Who to, do they like, team up some, against? Some old tycoon out there who's that like, sounds I'm great gonna, to me. I'm going to frack Arizona and stuff bring, like that. Bring the slug back. You bring in the slug into the bring story. The yeah, bring back. the slug back. Because the slug. He's, he's the, the slug with, can yeah. be like, there's oil everywhere. I drink from your milkshake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Writes itself. Guys, we're yeah. good at this. Yeah, we're really. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you're all writing for Marvel out there, so if you need an application, we've yeah. got ours. Kevin Feige, we're right here. <laughs> you ready for another supervillain? Yeah, give us another villain. Uh, give us another character who's never been in the MCU, but is in the Marvel comics. How do you feel about the Puppet Master? Okay, Puppet Master <laughs> is a... That's actually a big villain. Yeah, that's a pretty Puppet good Master villain. Puppet Master is a major Fantastic Four villain. Yeah. If y'all are like familiar with the Fantastic Four... Like the thing is married to Alicia Masters, who's the blind person, who's a sculptor, and is the 
like daughter of the puppet master. Yeah. And the puppet, the puppet master's thing is like, I'm going to carve a puppet of you, and now I can control your body. Controls the thing, controls anybody he can make a puppet of. Mm. And they also it with like magic clay, right? Am I right? Yeah, it says uh, using mystic clay to control others for his own evil purposes. I just want to go on record. I do know all this stuff, and it just, I did. Oh, they it. used I, that I did, in I Heroes. Did, yeah. They yeah. used that in Heroes. That's what, that's what it was, a TV yeah. show. They used it. I knew I, I could remember it. I do know all this comic knowledge, and just got engaged so i just want y'all to know there's hope for all of us yeah. <laughs> might just take a while it's uh, only been an hour though john there's plenty of time for her to walk away from that yeah <laughs> heidi things may have changed after this yeah. panel <laughs> she's never heard you talk about if the puppet master uh, in public i think before. i think if she's ring, probably heard if a ring comes flying on stage and hits me in the forehead you know what happened i talked about the puppet master okay so who plays the puppet master is it a Fantastic Four oh, who villain? Plays? Oh, we, we didn't pick who played Blood Knight. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's oh, just right. some guy with muscles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... A, a bunch of CGI plays okay, Bloodhawk. So yeah. we haven't gotten the Fantastic Four yet, but it's been announced. We're going to get Fantastic Four in the MCU. Obviously, Doom is probably the villain there, I hope. And, but eventually, we're going to need other villains. The Puppet Master... How do we introduce the puppet master well, to the MCU? Is dude, John Luke Picard. I has was gonna needed, say, yeah, hundred percent. I was gonna say Patrick Stewart yeah. because he's I like picturing him with he's, his whole Shakespearean attitude. Yeah, yeah. But he's a failed actor, and all he can get work in is puppetry. <laughs> for, and like, he discovers, ch- yeah, I go like ahead. it. No, no, go ahead. He You're doing magic it. Magic yeah. Well, he discovers that he can control Others. people with the puppets. Okay. So that's the true form of acting. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's magic clay. I think it's something that's like alien, and it's an alien substance. It comes you should from... definitely make it some sciencey shit, or Ed yeah. will hate it. I think. I think. Well, <laughs> that is true. To keep it for, with the Fantastic Four, I think this is a negative zone substance. Oh, and he's bald. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it looks like John Luke Picard. Well, also, also, it could be a polymimetic alloy. Yeah. <laughs> so that he, when he uses it to like. Do all this jazz. It sends magnetic. Blah, blah. So basically, he, maybe he's working in movies like Rob Bottin. But that's the thing where it breaks down for me is like stop motion animation is so – like imagine stop motioning some person to rob a bank for you. It would take 80 hours. <laughs> they would get busted. Well, he can actually make – he just needs to make the thing out of clay. He can still put it on strings and control it. Um Oh my gosh! And then you gotta like, have long ass strings to go all the way yeah. to the bank robbery. <laughs> Ooh, and you could use Hulkling here because you know they're gonna introduce Hulkling, right? Uh. Yeah. And so, I so, think the so he, or whatever we're gonna he ha- makes get. Hulkling yeah. look bad by controlling him and making him do bad stuff. So they think he's like the Hulk. And speaking of Young Avengers, like Hulkling is a Young Avenger. Uh, we obviously got Wanda's kids. That's one of the Young Avengers. Right. There. That, those are both Young Avengers. Wanda's kids. I hear they're part of the next Doctor Strange film. Um, we're probably if we get Hulkling, it's probably gonna be in Secret Evasion. Yeah, the series announced for MC over Disney Plus. Um, thing about the puppet master is he's pretty unstoppable because he can control anybody as long as he can make magic clay into their form unless alicia master says dad stop (laughs) that's like his biggest weakness is like alicia masters the thing's girlfriend and now wife i feel like like the weakness the only person that could go up against the puppet master is maybe wanda yeah no there's magic yeah i mean they're gonna be trying to mind control each other but uh sure (laughs) okay Okay, how about, how about Scissor Man? He just cuts the line. I love that you're, you're just creating more heroes. <laughs> I'm telling that's you, my, Mac, that's my role. 
the card the card master's probably gonna pull a scissor man out. <laughs> oh, I, I, the next card's been pulled. Okay. Oh. All right. So this is gonna be a double whammy technically. So I pulled the supervillain Cobweb, who is. <laughs> Who is part of the Sleepwalker universe? So you're gonna have to give me a Sleepwalker and a Cobweb movie here. Um, there's not a lot on this one either. His real name is Cobweb. No. <laughs> um, no. Origin malevolent entity from the Mindscape dimension introduced in Sleepwalker number three. Okay, Sleepwalker's um, Sleepwalker's a hero, but Sleepwalker's introduced in the Spider-Man universe, and Sleepwalker's whole thing is Sleepwalker can transport himself anywhere that he wants. Through dreams. So as long as you're asleep, sleepwalkers can show up in your dreams and transport themselves like into your room or anything. So sleepwalkers basically somebody who just bounces around. I'm guessing this character, Cobweb, is someone's like, uh uh uh, snatch, you can't move anymore. And um <laughs> he, he preys upon your dream. He looks like Pumpkinhead. You know that Pumpkinhead, <laughs> uh the oh, horror yeah. movie Pumpkinhead? With Lance Henriksen. These names, though. Why would you name yourself after something mildly inconvenient? <laughs> like yeah. anybody in here, the smallest child in here could bust through a cobweb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but if you think creepy. about it, like it's real creepy, right? And then on top of that, you ever been on a walk and you're just like walking and everything's fine? And then all of a sudden, something's on your face? <laughs> well, to your Damn first it. question, have I ever been on a walk? It's no. So the rest of this doesn't really work for me. Oh. <laughs> the thing I love the most is this card says Cobweb. Real name? Cobweb. Cobweb. <laughs> the real name of Cobweb yeah. is Cobweb. That means but his parents were like, oh, man, what was she named this? Beautiful baby boy that we've had. <laughs> this bag oh, of webs well, we could name we it. We could name it... Uh, uh, Black ooze? No, no, that's a little too dark. Um, what I like about the Mindscape dimension is that we kind of have the Mindscape dimension in something like a Doctor Strange and a Wanda mm -hmm. character. We do have these other yeah. dimensions. Uh, I don't think there's a quantum verse character. This isn't a science character. This is no. a this is this is something that comes out of the magic part of it. Um, here, here are the stats. Strength. This is this is a heavy hitter here. Okay. Strength four, not bad. Okay. Intelligence three, so he's gonna trip over his foot and hurt yeah. himself. <laughs> Mental powers though five. Like this is somebody who will give you nightmares. That's as strong he will as the trap you in nightmares. And durability five, unlike most Ooh. cobwebs. Whoa. <laughs> so he's basically a spider. Maybe somebody played D and D. Because you ever run into that web, that web spell oh. in D and D. Yeah. And you that can't get out for like several turns. Yeah, right. it's yeah. a big pain, and you got to roll pretty high on the strength, depending okay. on the web. Yeah, right, Maybe I gotta, we'll I gotta stay on brand and say Dustbuster Man <laughs> Take, takes him out. Like, cobwebs aren't even made by spiders; they're made by like just conglomerations of dust. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Okay, if we get a cobweb, we're gonna get it in like a Wanda Vision type. Yeah, thing. it's for sure going through a multiverse, and it, it could just be like a one-time. Character. But it feels like a TV character. I don't think that yeah. uh, he could oh, cobweb no. could go into the. I MCU miss Agents of Shield because you could introduce characters like this and be like, ah, I'm not that married to that. But yeah, I, introduce him on something like Agents of Shield. Like every week, the cobweb gets bigger mm -hmm. until it takes over the room. For like, and it had to build him up for like and 18 seasons. I got to tell you though, <laughs> there was a really good iteration of Crusher Creel on Agents of Shield. And that was canon to me. And we got Gravitron on, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we got the, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, was, was an overlooked show for introducing characters that you thought maybe wasn't, weren't mainstream. But Crusher Creel's a, a Thor villain. Like, Crusher Creel can throw down. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, like, one of the keys to getting a character to stick. Like, so it makes, maybe this character just makes, like, a momentary 
show, but if you if, like they show up for a moment, but like if you really like a character, sometimes they bring them back. So you've got to have a good actor. And uh, on one of my favorite TV shows, uh, Supernatural, Mark Pellegrino, yeah, who played Lucifer, yeah, uh, I think would be perfect for him. I met Mark and, Pellegrino on the set of Supernatural. Oh, cool. Um, how are we? How did we not have this conversation? <laughs> it's pretty fun. We I have a picture in Satan's cage with Mark and his wife Tracy. That's awesome. <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, he'd be a great for that role. He'd nail it so good that people would want to call the character back, and then yeah. we would get to see. Uh, cobweb more cobweb you get good writers you get good actors and i think even like the lamest characters end up working and i think that we like james gunn proved that in the suicide squad yeah. right. with characters like polka dot man like beautiful now beautiful who would play yeah. Dustbuster? man <laughs> or a woman i'm just joking no Dustbuster man it would have to be i guess street 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 walker that's a whole another yeah <laughs> street walker <laughs> sleep <It's laughs> That's Streetwalker. Streetwalker. Street Streetwalker Street one, Street Cobweb Walker. zero. Streetwalker is a good guy, but their villain is them's texts that you didn't like, lock up. It's like, I found your texts. Streetwalker. Streetwalker's enemy is your wife. He is your wife. All right. Well, what, a card master, what other derpy character not introduced to the MCU yet? So yeah. we're, uh, we got some X Factor action going here. All right. I we've, like X Factor. We've got random. <laughs> uh, real name Marshall Evan Stone the uh, third. There's nothing random won't Dynasty. do if the price is right, and with a body that transforms to counter his opponent's abilities, there's almost nothing random can't do. His two superpowers are counteractive superpowers, where he can adapt to counteract any power within five yards of him, and firearms, in which his forearms transform into firearms. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have an adaptive. So he's just defense man. <laughs> yeah, we have an adaptive character. We're, we, we're but see, but we're it said see... five yards. Yeah. Five we... yards. <laughs> so if they're ten, if, if Hawkeye is up in the corner, yeah, dead. Hawkeye just takes him out. Uh, we have these adaptive characters. We've seen two in the MCU, I think, so far. We've seen Taskmaster in the Black Widow movie. Uh -huh. That's an adaptive character who can see your moves and, and basically point. go blow by blow and. Echo, who we just had introduced in Hawkeye, is an adaptive character who can see your mannerisms and movements and and echo them and then take you out. Uh, Random, though, <laughs> has a new part of it in that he can oh actually God. adapt parts of his body to be like, I'm going to make a cannon. What does this dude eat that he is just sh shooting projectiles out of his body? Like, but the, are the projectiles part of his body that he's also launching? Like, does now he have this to has does to he be to played by bullets? Jim Carrey. Yeah, <laughs> does he eat bullets and then spit them out? Like, does he have to be like, hold on, reload, eat some bullets, and then be yeah. like hand cannon? Um, well, he's adaptive, question. so maybe he just chews on some steel. Uh, it's within five meters. Within but, five meters. <laughs> that's the weird thing. Anything within five meters, he can adapt to. The the hand cannon thing is it's it's real. I'm guessing he's a, looking, I'm guessing he's a mutant. I'm guessing he's a mutant. Yeah, he's he's it, he's one of those people that you put up against teams because uh, if you come at him with Colossus whatever. powers, all of a sudden he's icy or something, and Colossus yeah. breaks apart or whatever. Yeah, because sure. with fire, yeah. he's this, water, he's that. So do, would you call him like a Fantastic Four type villain? Or? No, he's, well, he's a superhero. He's, oh, a, he's a superhero? He's a good well, he's, guy? He's, he's in like, the uh, X-Factor, right? For, for no, no, like X-Factor. Yeah, oh, he was an X-Factor. Well, this is a good guy? X-Factor <laughs> X Factor encountered him. I, I'm going to Jonathan for a minute. Hey, excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> X-Factor encountered Random because Random was kind of like a mutant dude who was also like a bounty hunter. 
for mutants mm. and jazz. Yeah, it does mention any prices right on that card. Right. So Dog sure. the Bounty Hunter would play him. <laughs> So, X- <laughs> so somebody groaned at that. Yeah, someone, oh, so X so X Factor's like, oh no, there's a there's a problem in Florida. So, well, so are you let's tying him the... in with the slug again? <laughs> I know. What, what's with this Florida? I'm just surprised at how much the slug is coming back. <laughs> okay. Um, who plays you Stone Cold Steve Austin? To be like, hey, here's a cigarette. Go with Christ, bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he is a mutant. Good guy, bad guy. He's kind of on the. It's like a like a he's bounty hunter. He's like a bounty hunter. He so works for himself. Bounty, if his bounty is to go beat up the X Men or X Factor or whatever, he could be a villain, and then he'll think. Then at the you know, so he can people, like switch sides. Yeah. Once he Boba sees Fett. the light. Boba Fett is a, sure. a bounty hunter. Yeah. Okay, and he was cool. I don't know if Random's gonna be cool, but we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna give <laughs> it a you, shot. You, you know what? Let's the have name. the guy who plays Boba play him. Yeah. Well, have you, here's the picture. What's this actor's name? I forget. I'm bad at things. That is Pedro Pascal. No, no, no. no. That's uh, the oh, 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 that's oh, 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 that 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 character is. Um, now we got it. Uh, whatever. Okay. That guy. That guy. Um, I don't think about that guy. Okay, so the character, like, just looking at this card, he's got like a bandana. He does look kind of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He. Uh, I don't know if we adapt this. This is tough. <laughs> He would should, you, he would should you be played by that name? dude that was in the E Street Band. Oh yeah, that had the bandana on. Yeah, who was in um, the Sopranos. Sopranos? Yep. Yeah. Okay, we could do that. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. I love how he turned his hand into three cannons when one wouldn't it, do. Do you see how <laughs> veiny that hand cannon is? Yeah. It's very phallic. <laughs> <laughs> it's veiny. Oh, it's Tamara Tamara Morrison. Tamara Morrison. Yeah, yeah. Tamara Morrison, who is. Aquaman's I know, dad. we should be projecting those on that screen. I asked somehow. for an overhead projector and they said, what is it for? And I told them and they said, "No, leave. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. I don't know if we're going to be able to do anything with random other than uh, hope he's never in the MCU ever. <laughs> uh, do y'all have like some horrible characters that you remember from a random comic book back in the day and you're like, whatever happened to that character? Why? Well, how would you put them in the MCU? Could you, do y'all remember any of these from your comics and you're like, maybe they showed up in one issue or not? I'm asking the audience. Do y'all remember these characters from a, your childhood? Somebody got somebody? Uh, got raise your hand. I, I do see a, a I see elbow talking. nudge happening. Yeah. Oh, back here. Yeah, what's a random character that you... Maggot. Maggot. Now, Maggot, Maggot. Is a, a, Maggot's an X-Men character who can, like, spit giant worms out of their fists, right? Yeah. And, again, we haven't gotten the X-Men yet in the MCU. We're clearly getting them because merchandising. Um, <laughs> merchandising. But is, are we good have, pick? Good but pick. But is Maggot gonna end up an MCU character? How that, do we make it work? That's Deadpool. I think, I think again. that could be the interesting part, though, because like if you look at the X Men, they're very diverse, but they're all pretty. Marrow's kind of ugly; she mm. got bones sticking out. Mm-hmm. Maggot's one of the only ones that's just like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm ugly. Husk, I shoot ugly maggots." Husk has like you know what I mean? extra skin and stuff. Yeah. So, so it's like his 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 trials and tribulations of getting on the on the team to be presented. He keeps the uglies in the mansion and trots out the cuties for all the press stuff. Right. <laughs> so Maggot's, Maggot's whole thing is like, I gotta get him the A-team, baby. I gotta show him these maggot-eating powers are <laughs> Now, d- can he control the maggots, or is there a, a situation where he might get emotional, like nervous on a date, and they just start spitting out of his hands? Could you do Maggot like James Gunn used yes. Rat Catcher There is too? a moment, okay. and it's hilarious. <laughs> like, like, would you basically make Maggot like an equivalent of Rat Catcher 2, or you yeah. have like this swarm that you can create. Yeah, you would think he's not that powerful until he has he like had to be powerful. Maggots. Yeah. 
Yeah, it could bad. also be a female character. We could turn her into a we female could, character. We could gender swap maggots. Oh, man. Okay, Katie, <laughs> you're going to audition for maggot. I'm in. Uh... <laughs> Show us your maggot spinning powers and <laughs> action. <laughs> okay, let's oh, not... You, let, let's you, not... We didn't say fart <laughs> maggots, not... but I would you know what? assume that like, noises yeah. come out. Let's not it's gender like... swap that character. It was a bad idea. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> that was a bad <laughs> idea. No, I, think, a bad I idea. think it's going to be a great I think it's a great poster. idea. It's going to be that thing where like, I, you know, I have to show my butt and then like just like maggots are spitting out of my fingers. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you're, sorry, you're standing at an impossible angle to show yeah. both your butt yeah. and your hands and simultaneously. Your hands right side, yeah. Black Widow-esque. Yeah. Uh, all the Avengers 1. Although for a second I thought you were going to say maggots were shooting at your butt. Oh, that would be great too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm all okay. in. <laughs> all right. Okay. So maggot. I think maggot. You don't even have to work out for this one. <laughs> no, I know that's the greatest part. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Brie Larson. Get... I can't do that regimen. <laughs> I'm excited for the X Men to join the MCU. I don't know if that's because the promise of maggot ever showing up. Yeah. But maybe Beak. Yeah. I Beak. I do like I the hope idea. Beak shows though. Up. I do like the idea of uh, making a female character not insanely hot <laughs> one just yeah. because i'm like i could play that yeah, two <laughs> no 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 I'm, I'm not i'm not going for the awes on that one you got your hair just, did. i did get my hair did um <laughs> yeah the maggots are coming out um <laughs> no but like I, I i like the non-over-sexualization of a female hero and yeah. uh you know <laughs> thank yeah. you we could use that <laughs> not but, the part i was thinking i was gonna get a pause break on but well and also you like there's times when it makes sense, right? When like, okay, if somebody's in the army, they're exercising, they're going to be fit. Okay, great. But like, if they're just a regular person, they're not like doing sit-ups and push-ups every single day. Right. Yeah. They're eating pizza and having a cherry Coke from time to time. This and they look like meal. they're pregnant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm and talking I, about me. And I do think there's a creepy crawlers tie-in where it's an action figure and you just like squeeze her belly and then like gooey things pop out. <laughs> you would sell you know? so many of those. <laughs> <It's> really good. <laughs> All right. You want to do the final card? Cardmaster, give us the final card on the derpiest characters Marvel had of the 90s that have yet to be introduced in the MCU. I I don't think this character is particularly derpy, and I think it'd be a great movie. We got Mojo, the supervillain Mojo. Yeah, I think Mojo, (laughs) we, we might actually get Mojo. We can't yeah. get, I mean, we can't get Longshot without Mojo. Oh, yeah. No. We got to get Longshot in there. Uh, we got to get Longshot in the MCU. Oh, Okay, so let's explain Mojo Anyone World. needs a refresher on Mojo. I Mo- would love one. Mojo World is an X-Men adjacent world where a character named Mojo, who's this giant mechanical spider-legged um, like creature, is basically like a reality TV show host. Like Imagine like Squid Games. Squid Game. Imagine Squid Game as like a world. And if you enter the Squid Game, this world, it's all televised. But kind of like Jerry Springer-esque yeah, too. Yeah, it was Jerry Springer-esque, like, like the running man. Yeah. Right? Like that, the Hunger Games, that kind of thing. Okay. But so we've had like Hunger. Yeah, we've place. had Hunger Games. We've had Squid Game. We've had that stuff. But not with Battle superpowers. And, and not, but not with superpowers. So yeah. Mojo World, oh. the X-Men end up in Mojo World, and now they're in like a Squid Game, or they're in like a Hunger Games, and they got to they gotta play. And that could fit right like into that. Secret Invasion yeah. pretty well. Yeah. So, But there's also Battle World. And Battle yeah, that's World, we kind of saw like a version of Battle World in right, Thor, Ragnarok. Thor, yeah. yeah. Um, where you had the arena with the Hulk. So something like that, where you have Mojo as like an overseer of a televised Well, is this going to be a real movie, though? Because in a real movie, they kill Maggot first. Oh, uh, man. Uh, there's a hero in Maggot. That's how you would know that Mojo World was, was crazy and so strange. They would <laughs> yeah. kill Maggot. 
Yeah, Mojo's the despotic ruler. It could be in Shang Chi. She Shang Shang Chi gets stuck stuck sucked into Mojo oh, World to fight. Yeah. He's he's a ruler of an alien dimension dominated by television. Mojo's determined to get the best ratings ever, and he'll use the X Men to do it, whether they survive the telecast or not. So like a, he's like an evil Jerry Springer type um, person. We get Dana Alex, Alex Dana, Jones could play him. What is it, Dana Smith from? I always forget. Dana that, Smith dude. from the MMA. Yeah, yeah, we could. Uh, there's that. Uh, there's this guy's like a he's got a very hulking figure with. I mean, it's gonna be an it's gonna be animated for sure. It, no, no, I think we're gonna get Joe Rogan to play him. You know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. not tall enough. He's not okay. tall enough. Okay. Well, he's got he's got mechanical spider webs, like spider legs. So I think he could do it. Can we put cobweb in there? <laughs> cobweb. <laughs> <laughs> just hauls him around like the a whole sidekick. Guy, he's just like I got this. Don't what worry. I love is that the, the he's a salacious crumb. The character. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea though for a dude with mechanical spider legs to have his own web. That, hey, post up over there. I need to. I need to look intimidating over there. Get it's over almost. There. It's almost like cobweb like creates the landscape. It's like he's creating the terrain for him with his right. cobwebs. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Mojo is Longshot, the X Men character that was surrounded like the early '90s, late '80s, was. Of like he survived Mojo World, he was like the big star of Mojo World, and he joined the X Men. And his superpowers was luck. Like he could throw these little knives, and he got lucky with them. Um, he was lame, <laughs> and he was based on the musician Lamal, who sang the Never Ending Story theme song. Wow. Like there is a bit of trivia for you right there, which I got wow. from. Geekscape's One Hit Thunder podcast, uh, <laughs> where they covered the Never Ending Story and talked about Lamal with your future wife. Uh, my future wife, Lamal, was the influence for Longshot. Everything was lame about that. Yeah. Lamal. Lamal was the dude who sang the Never Ending Story. Lame's song. in it. Lame, Lame is in it. So he, he was a two-time One Hit Wonder. I don't think we're ever going to get. <laughs> Long shot in the MCU only because we already got Domino. In... I was gonna say because Lamal aged out of it. Because basically the same, <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, but Domino's cooler. Yeah, Domino, who got in, De- in Deadpool two, is cooler, and I think Deadpool two might end up becoming. I think Deadpool might be the only thing that's still canon in the MCU. Yeah, and the rumor I've heard is that they're gonna treat Deadpool as the new Stanley cameos. For the movies, oh, I can so as the uh, this is just a rumor that I've heard that if I hope they do that, that'd be fun. It'd be fun if the MCU continues. You'll see Deadpool pop up in the different movies with fourth, like breaking the fourth wall commentary. Um, But I don't think we're gonna get long shot. (laughs) Then we're not gonna get Mojo World. But we we love Squid Game. We love the Hunger Games. We can use Mojo World a different way. Yeah, Mojo World would be fun. Throw the X Men in the Mojo World. All right, friends. We've uh, educated you a lot on characters that were from the not mainly the 90s in Marvel Comics. These were not cool characters. They were kind of lame. And maybe we'll see them in the MCU. Maybe we won't. Hopefully we won't. Um, but I want to thank you all for being here to hear us talk about how we'd adopt them. Well, adapt them, not adopting. Those, well, we'll never give them a home. Um, I want to thank Matt Kelly, who runs the Geekscape Network. He is the card master. Woo-hoo! We have Cod 18 shows on the Geeks 18 network. shows on the network. Just shows. covering anything from wrestling, one-hit wonders, female filmmakers, and improv fantasy horror podcasts, movies. horror movies. And Geekscape, the flagship yeah, show. Yeah, Geekscape. And we've got Ed Greer and Ron Swallow over here. Where can we hear y'all and follow y'all on social media? At Ron Swallow, and then check out The Greatest Pod and at Nerd Goat Podcast for Twitter. 
Yep. And uh, you can catch uh, the greatest pod. Just make sure you put pod at the end on every single podcatcher, even the weird ones like Spreaker and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Spreaker. <laughs> Have you heard Dogcatcher? Dog That's a podcast <laughs> app. I'm like, who uses that? <laughs> um, and Matt Kelly, where can we find you? At St. Mort. At St. Mort on pretty much everything. But uh, the best way to find me is just go to geekscape.net. Yeah, because everything that I've ever created apparently is sitting on there at this yeah. point. Geekscape. <laughs> and Katie, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at L Sassy Pants, E L S A S S Y P A N T S, unless it's uh, TikTok, it's with a Z, for reasons that you can find out on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I sketch comedy and improviser, so if you want some funny things, Look at Jonathan's face. Right. <laughs> she's, she's my co-host on the Geekscape podcast, which we have weekly. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon here to have a Geekscape 15th anniversary uh, uh, panel. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, subscribe to Geekscape if you liked what we talked about here. This panel will be on the feed, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we've done it for 15 years, so we're just going to keep doing it because there's nothing else for me to do. I'm not very good at anything else, including this. But thank you for being here. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much. Geekscapers, I hope you enjoyed that episode from Los Angeles Comic Con. Just a reminder to say if you did, please share the episode by hitting that little share button and sending it to your friends and family. Also, if you can do us a favor, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really helps us out. However you listen, it's free on all platforms, so all I ask in return is that you do a little free promotion for Geekscape. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch at Geekscape TV and join our Facebook group, Geekscape Forever. I mean it, Geekscape Forever. Over and out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.